Hello, hastily made hamburgers 10 minutes before you start recording. Welcome to Generation Dan, uh, a weekly podcast of uh, Gen X, Y, and Z arguing and talking about various topics. Uh, I am Atlas Novak. Who else is with me today? I'm Dino the Genetic Marvel. Uh, I'm Kayla McDuff, the Generation Z representative. Yes. Yeah. So K- Caleb is filling in for Nick this week, but our our guest, uh, he is a poker TV commentator and good comic friend of mine. Welcome, Joe Stapleton, everybody. Oh wow! Thanks, thanks so much for having me, guys. I never comedians never asked me to do their podcast, so this is uh, this is a real treat for me. You've come on my old podcast before. I don't. I think. I don't think so, unless I did and I don't remember it, and then that's really bad. Bad reading? Does that ring a bell? No, I mean, I remember you asked me to do it, but I don't think I did it. I think you asked me to do Big Trouble in Little China or something. And I was like, yeah, I'm in. Let me know. And then, you know, I mean, it was a pandemic. So people had bigger fish to fry, as they say. That's fair. I just Googled you and I saw a Reddit thread. Joe Stapleton is a horrible poker commentator. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's okay. And that's how you start a show. (laughs) Look, I don't, I'm actually really bad at being heckled. Like, I'm not mad. I'm definitely not mad. But my first instinct is be like, read it and see how many people come to my defense instead of just saying something funny about it and leaning into it. I'm just like, no. The answer is a resounding no if you actually click on it. No, I have receipts. I actually don't know because I don't. So, one of the things about me is I don't Google myself and I don't read those threads. And mm-hmm. it's kind of a superpower. Yeah. Like, I don't know many people. I don't look up ex-girlfriends. Um, I don't I don't look to see what people are saying about me on the internet. I don't do any of that shit. Nobody believes me. But And it just sort of, man, is my life easier, I think. Smart, I think. What are you, some sort of mental health person? Get exactly. the fuck you, out of here. Some kind of, what do you like, self-esteem, you asshole? Ugh. White girl on Twitter, piece of trash. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I would, I would, I would, I would, I would challenge any white girl to look up themselves less frequently than I do. (laughs) I do know that somebody on Instagram keeps, uh, from like a foot fetish thing, keeps DMing me being like, what's your shoe size? I'm like, okay. Uh, that, that's stuff that like you find out about yourself that you're like, I don't know if I want to doodle that, uh, no, you don't need to know any more about it. If it doesn't intrigue, even if it does, you maybe you're just better off. Yeah. I wish someone would reach out to me because I got Flintstone feet. It's like a circle with just lines drawn in it. And I'm like, I would ruin yeah. someone's life. Just be like, oh, yeah, you want this? Go for it. It's going to Yeah, ruin I think everything. I'd probably oblige them, too. I'd be like, look, if this makes this guy nut instantaneously and all I have to do is send him a picture of my right pinky toe, I mean, why not? Let's put some joy out there. <laughs> you can make someone come with a pinky toe. That's impressive, bro. I know. That's, that's, all that's the worst right? Yeah. That's, that's, that's an efficient that you have. That's, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, size doesn't matter. Who knew? <laughs> okay, just... I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, when you said you were a poker commentator, Joe, like, it kind of piqued my interest a little bit. And then I heard your voice, and I was like, "Oh shit! I know who the fuck this guy is." I've seen like all like the fucking compilations, with, like Dan and Negreanu and shit on YouTube, and your voice is over that shit. Are you kidding me? So this is the exact level of fame that I is perfect for me. Like one <laughs> out of oh, yeah. four people has kind of heard of me. Yeah, and I've, I've vaguely I'll heard take your vocal that. pipes. It's like it's just enough that it like feeds my ego, and I, like I feel <laughs> like I've done something with my life, but not so much that like I can't go anywhere, or mm-hmm. that if there's like one person in a place, I can usually be like, "Nice to meet you, pal. Let's do a photo. I'm gonna fuck off." Um, and it's and it's it's perfect. Yeah. So it's not like a thing where 
like, have you ever had the opposite come true where you want to be more famous in that moment because people are like, yeah, you, you're yeah, nothing. Fuck yeah, but like, I, I'm I mean, famous in poker. Man. So I used to do this all the time and I would be, I would admit it if it didn't work. But when I lived in London, I was on a TV show that would come on like Wednesday or Thursday nights at like midnight. And I would schedule a date always for that night. And then around 1130, be like, actually, like my show's on in a half hour. Like if you want to if you want to go back to my place and see what it's all about. And no I would second dates, just only first dates. That's how that only works. first dates. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, there weren't a lot of second dates for one reason or another. Uh, but yeah, I used to do that and it would, and it would work. And I don't think it would have worked again. If I was like more famous, like if I was on EastEnders and, uh, oh, yeah. or, or game of Thrones and I was like, Oh, game of Thrones on in five minutes. Should we go home and watch it? Like, I think that it worked only because girls were so curious. Like, what is this show now? Is this real? Mm-hmm. Um, and the first time I ever tried to like throw, like I was like the first time I was ever like, I'm going to try to use a TV thing and pick up on these two girls. And this girl's like, um, so what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm on this TV show. It's like, a, it's on channel four, which I think is like, I think that's like kind of a big channel here. Is that a big channel here? <laughs> Knowing full well, it's like their NBC. And she looks be- dead, on, dead in the eye and she goes, it's on quite late, isn't it? And I was just like, oh, fuck. I'm never, ever, yes. ever going to do that again. Like one and done. Oh um, so I found more subtle savage. ways to do it. So that that uh, was probably like <laughs> someone else pulled that on her, and then she's like, you know what? I'm I'm going to put these guys in their place, like just Stonewall yeah, Jackson I or Edo. I but. just definitely went for the for the person that was going to see right through my bullshit. Of course, <laughs> that seems karmically accurate, though, right? Oh like, yeah, no, I deserve. I just love yeah. that. That's yeah. so great. I deserve but. the fuck out of that. Are you kidding? I was, uh, my wife was born in the UK. And, uh, so we go back, uh, whenever we can, obviously not now that the entire world has gone mental, but when we would go, we actually, uh, uh, she got us tickets to go see QI. So we were in the audience. And at one point there was a guy in the audience, uh, who knew somebody. So he did something, but he was sitting right behind me. So when they panned up as he was walking back to his seat, I got on camera. So I got that screenshot, put it on Instagram. I'm like, I'm famous. I've been on TV. You can all go to hell. So, yeah. <laughs> so, did, so was the point of this to mean that you met another wife because of this? <laughs> no. Oh, I, I, I thought we were telling stories about picking up chicks. <laughs> look at me. Do I look like I got game? Are you crazy? Dude, I was built I. for radio or like Oz, like behind a curtain. That's where I should live. That's well, that's not... why you didn't bury the lead about wife. So I wouldn't hear that at the end and be like, mm? I had like the whole story to digest it and assume that you were telling the truth. Well, hey, you know, mail order works. What can I say? It's not my fault. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I. I've definitely leaned into the the a little a little bit of fame goes a long way thing. Like I'm, I my other podcast is in this card game community. So when I go to regionals, I wear the one shirt in existence with exactly, my podcast logo exactly. on it. Exactly, people will stop you. I know what the fuck that is, and I'm like, Look, yeah, that's we, right. God knows you know. we get yeah. paid nothing for the things we do. Absolutely, no. you've <laughs> got to make your job work for you, however yeah, you can. That's like. That's, that's, I mean, that's it. If you're not going to get paid, you at least got to derive some sort of enjoyment from it. So 
Good. God bless you for doing that, Atlas. I printed a T-shirt that has my podcast name on it, and people just think I'm infringing copyright. So <laughs> I've got literally nothing going. <laughs> Go ahead, drop it. Drop what it. Is drop, it? Drop, what, drop what's called Depression Mode. Oh right, uh, yeah. The are, you know, like off. yeah, you're, and then think yeah. Off the so goal. I, it, it was clever in my head, but then I wear it out in public, and the people just get confused, and then I just go home and be sad about it. So, well, because they think it's a parody shirt, right? That's yeah, the, they think it's know. like a parody shirt. They're like, "Oh, that's cute, dude. It's like a mental health thing." I'm like, "No, it's my dreams, bro." <laughs> I guess it's kind of both. Uh, yeah, go listen to Depression Mode. What are you doing still listening to us? Get over there. That's yeah, get over there to my podcast that has like two episodes and four views. Come on, people. Yeah, but it has You're a t-shirt. That's all that matters. I have a They're t-shirt. <laughs> it's got like block text on it. I made it on custom ink. It costs $35, people. Come on. I've definitely put up signs for Generation Dan, like just around LA. And yeah. uh, I have no idea if it's working or not. It probably isn't. But uh, I, I don't know if I should, like, get stickers done. Because I'll put them on, like, a telephone pole or something. And then come back in a few weeks and they're done because it's paper. But You guys uh, know, I, I used to have a podcast that was back in, uh, we started it around 2006 or seven, And uh, it was back damn. before anyone was making money doing podcasts. And we used to beat Rogan occasionally. Wow. And if we had stuck with it, I'd probably be a hundred millionaire. But the problem is that. <laughs> We were making no money, and we were both becoming sort of successful because of the podcast. And so we both left it, not mm -hmm. knowing you could make a hundred million dollars from a podcast where we used to fucking beat Rogan and Dane <laughs> Cook. You guys know that Rogan, one of Rogan's first podcast sponsors, was Fleshlights. Yeah, just throwing that out there. That's Fleshlight, Adam and Eve. Uh... That, that's on brand for him, though. That's like. You know, the guy who used to host Fear Factor, I feel like that's that's good. That's Yeah, you ever fucked a fleshlight? That feels like an episode in and of itself. <laughs> what, drives, what drives me nuts about the fleshlight is that um, in all the marketing for fleshlights, it's always hot babes using the fleshlight on a guy. And it's yeah. like, your product isn't necessary. I thought you were yeah. going to say hot babes using the fleshlight on themselves. It's just like, Either I don't know way, how that works. It would be just, just as like... stupid. It'd be like, no, no, no. Show me how it works if I don't have the hot chick. Because if I do, I don't fucking need your fleshlight. I promise you. You ever scissor a cylinder, ladies and gentlemen? It's pretty <laughs> dope. <laughs> Actually, because like, okay. if the, the point is to try and make it seem glamorous, right? Like girls are going to fuck you. Mm. once removed with the flashlight. Right, by so, proxy. By proxy, yeah. Like, the Cold War of sex, basically. <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm trying to think, how do you, uh, like, market that to lonely guys without it getting too sad? Because you, you can't be like, hey, I see you fat fuck. You're not going outside getting chicks. Have this flashlight. Like, there's no way to do it. I don't think you need to make it not sad. Yeah. People who are people who are mar that is marketed to their third question for every product they see on TV is can, can I, I fuck, fuck it? it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I think all you need for the pitch for that is just like hey have you ever fucked a sponge inside of a Pringles can? You want to not do that anymore? Yeah. You right. want to elevate that experience? They know what they experience? are. I don't think you need to sugarcoat it. Exactly. I think you need to be like hey dude you're lonely as fuck. This feels great. Have a tiny bit of joy in your life and wait one more day before tying that noose. Fleshlight. <laughs> I feel like that's how you save lives. Right. That's yeah. how you save lives. Right. It's, you know? <laughs> Just one more day.
this is a mental it's health cleaning podcast. those things too. You got to push jizz out like it's Gogurt. It's not one fun, time. Uh, I used to work for Mad TV back in the day, and Bobby Lee, uh, we shot something at his house, and part of the deal is that I was going to send a cleaning crew the next day, and he called me in a panic because he left the vagina he fucks in the sink. <laughs> Uh, like soaking in a pot of water and he's like dude i don't want the cleaning lady to find it and i was like i, I don't know what to tell you man i'm sure they found a lot worse yeah and then, that's uh, their that, job but also- that was like a huge tentpole in his act from like 15 years ago about uh about how if he ever saw like a like a just a floating vagina he wouldn't try to fuck it he would try to kill it mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's just like a disembodied vagina i mean hey look it's come a long way since then the flashlight didn't <laughs> exist back then True. Just listen, any port in a storm, right? What are you going to act Quite literally. Oh my god! I and this is supposed to be an episode about holiday stories. Holidays brought to you by cool. Fleshlight. <laughs> the day after holidays, still brought by Fleshlight. <laughs> they call it. They call it Boxing Day for a reason. Hey. Unboxing and boxing. I like. I, I think that hit Dino the hardest because punching the clown. Yeah, it's <laughs> so horrible. <laughs> All right, oh, so this is coming out the the week before uh, Xmas. Uh, Hanukkah's long over, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But uh, do we have any like weird holiday traditions growing up? Uh, go. We had go a, we had a very uh, so my mom and uh, super Catholic. Claims to have been a virgin when she got married. Loves Christmas. Gets further and further into Christmas every year. So, like, at her peak, we're talking, like, three trees in the house. What? Uh, Yeah. We're talking main family room tree, slightly smaller tree in the living room, and then a small-ass tree in the upstairs bedroom overlooking the front yard. We're talking lights outside. We're talking train set. We're talking miniature, several miniature um, uh, mangers Nativity and baby G's, baby G's eye all over the house. <laughs> baby G's eye. And there is, uh, she's, she's just balls deep. She makes 30 different kinds of cookies. She starts at like Thanksgiving and like freezes them. So she can do like these platters full of different cookies. All right. So she is, she is nuts for Christmas. And our tradition growing up was that, uh, so I don't know if you guys know the story of Christmas. But the gift-giving aspect of it, even if you want to make it a stretch, right, should really revolve around the Feast of the Three Kings, which is the three magi who brought the gifts to Jesus. This was actually 12 days after Christmas, after they saw the North Star in the sky, they visited Jesus and brought him gifts. So my mom liked to celebrate all 12 days of Christmas. Are you fucking... So you got a partridge and a pear tree and five golden rings and all that stuff. Yeah, so... Not quite as useless as those gifts, but basically we and my parents were fucking strict growing up, right? Like they were really strict. I couldn't see already in movies till I was 18, but for some reason oh, Christmas wow. they like kind of treated us like real kids. And so um we would get like a shit ton of presents on Christmas, and then we would open one stocking stuffer per day every day until the 6th of January. And on the 6th of January, we would get like one last fuck off present, like a pretty good one. At the very end. I remember one year it was Royal Rumble tickets. I went to that classic Royal Rumble in Albany, New York, where it came down to the Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan. And Sid Justice interfered at the end. It was sick. It was fucking pandemonium. That was my little Christmas present. So that was our weird tradition growing up. And I just have one good uh, 
Christmas joke. Uh, a bunch of my friends were uh, talking one time about like, what's the worst thing you could hear inside a present at once you shake a present on Christmas morning. And my answer was your dad's car leaving the driveway. <laughs> hey! Okay. I was going to say either that or the squelching of what is unmistakably a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bumblebee, is it? <laughs> you know, you're an Archer fan, right? Yeah, I am. Oh God! Wait, what year was that? Uh, was that Royal Rumble? Ninety two, I want to say. Ninety two. Okay, so I wasn't even in balls at that point yet. But um, no, me uh, neither. There was me both. Nice, uh, nice. So okay, we children. Gotta, we gotta, I know, I know. <laughs> it hurts so bad just being this young, Dino. It hurts. I can tell by your lack of headboard that you must be in the. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I got two mattresses stacked on top of each other, and I haven't changed these sheets in three months, bro. Let's oh, go. Oh, wait. We destroyed the economy for you, uh... for you folks. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. There's Lack nothing left for the youngins. Isn't it hilarious? God. You know what? Listen, I just... I. I tried to get away with that, and it lasted literally 10 days, and I was like, go buy a headboard. And I had to get a fancy headboard and everything, and I'm like, this serves no purpose. There's a wall right behind it. She's like, I was no. I say, what do those do? I got to tell no. you the worst is Please that watch. Uh, <laughs> I, I, bought a, I bought a house last in 2020, and uh, we're out shopping for things, and my girlfriend wants a rug for the bedroom. And mm -hmm. the minimum amount of money for, like, an okay rug is, like, $600. <sighs> But it's yeah. a rug. It's like a 12 by 12 rug. Big, eight yeah. by eight of it is taken up by my bed. I'm like, <laughs> why don't we just cut a hole in the rug? Exactly. Put Two the rugs. bed in the little divot there. And then we got another rug. But apparently you can't fucking do that. Apparently mm -hmm. you can't do that with women. You don't want to put the bed on top of the rug? or It is on top There's of the rug. But most of the rug's being wasted because oh. it's under the bed. Got it. Hmm. And the if you ever I'm move the rug, I'm paying for all this rug. It. I'm not even fucking using. Yeah, might as well just get wall to wall carpet at that point, right? Yeah, carpet's the worst. Yeah, it is. The worst is a uh, uh, wall to wall carpet in the bathroom. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how you get COVID. Okay, that's how yeah. COVID comes around. Okay, there's like an alternate timeline where it didn't come from bats. It came from like a '70s bathroom. Yeah. I think so, he should grow mushrooms yeah. out of his bathroom carpet, bro. Yeah, yeah. Especially in the bathroom, that's you definitely have mushrooms under that carpet. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. All the shit and the moisture and the the asbestos is probably keeping the mushrooms at bay. Ah, that's that's how. Nineteen seventies. Well, or making them delicious. One of the right, two. Exactly. One of the two. Mutant mushrooms. Yeah, they're lifting. Eat the these, house. you see God really fast. Just... <laughs> One uh, one Christmas tradition that my mom does is uh, after uh, my parents got divorced, what she would do is every Christmas, the beaches in Los Angeles are empty because they're like, it's Christmas. Who's going to the beach? So we take her dogs, put you know, let them off leash and just let them run and then walk up and down with the dogs. And then uh, it's usually pretty fun. Occasionally you'll get stopped by a cop, but most of them are like, it's Christmas. I don't give a fuck. Then. Why would you get stopped by a cop for being on the beach with dogs? Because you can't have your dogs off the leash. There you go. Yeah. 
Are they I big think dogs? That this sounds like a cruel, a, a cute tradition for you guys, but probably pretty cruel for your dogs, right? They're like, we get to leave. We're free. Oh, shit. No, just one day a year. <laughs> one day a year, you get to taste freedom and that soul there. Come just on, a little. let's go. Come yeah, on. Maybe next year you'll get the distance, but not this year. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. I know the Labrador will like, he'll run about like 50 feet in one direction and then he'll come back and be like, you still here? Cool. Run, run off again. The, the dachshund, on the other hand, is like, fuck this, I'm running it. You know, I'm running forever, but her legs are like this big. So I was going to just... say, 10 minutes later, she's like 100 yards away. So yeah. you're good. <laughs> you can take a leisurely stroll yeah. to catch up to her. She's like, oh man, it's going to make a break for it. And, uh, didn't have the legs, didn't have the stride. That's fair. Yeah. That's, uh, and then at my sense. dad's house, they play charades, and I'm still mad at the time my cousin put the last Mimsy in there. Ooh. Fuck you. How am I supposed to do Mimsy? That. <laughs> I went. I went to a hardcore charades games a few weeks ago, and someone hardcore. Yeah, like it's like I don't want to name drop, but like a bunch of like actors and writers in Hollywood, and like mm -hmm. they take it super seriously. And oh. someone wrote down Smilla's sense of snow. Oh. Yeah, a movie from like two thousand two or something or nineteen ninety five. It's like what? I mean, they get cruel uh, with these uh, with these clues in, in in this particular game. Because I remember trying to do last, and I was like, eh, 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 "This, like, it's the last one." And they're like, uh, "What?" And then you guys have all the shorthand. It's like movie, yeah. book, like, all, yeah. like you have to start with certain first word, two, yeah, second, two words, first, first, le like it's yeah. yeah. Or even it's, worse is uh, like people afterward were like, "You could have done it if you like ran." We would have thought fast. I'm like, "Fuck you! You would have thought fast." Yeah, that's, last that's, that's some that's a Monday morning quarterbacking. Uh, charade style. Yeah. By the way, Atlas, I think the reason they had a problem was because your way of doing last also looked like your abortion sign language <laughs> as well. So, mm, not sure if that would work. That, but, was, uh, that was before I even became a comedian. This is like 2008. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> Definitely, yeah. That's You're a... so close. You're so <laughs> close. It's, you start with the baby. Yeah. Start with the baby. Take it. And throw okay, it away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dumpster. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. everyone. Realistically, I just feel like anyone, yeah, no, charades and hardcore charades at that. You're like, listen, I feel like there's we need a higher class of uh, shenanigans uh, during the holidays. That's it seems fairly low. Like for me, we would go uh, like Christmas was nothing. Like I didn't celebrate Christmas when I was growing up. I was raised Jehovah's Witness, so we never did anything like that kind of stuff. And we had money. So if I wanted something, my dad's like, okay, uh, do some chores and we'll buy you whatever you want. So it was great. Wait, wait, but, so you didn't get gifts, but you got kind of whatever you wanted just for being a good kid. Yeah. We had money. I like, yeah, this is not like, yeah, do, do work. Like my dad That's has his own really business. It's rare so. for Jehovah's witness to be rich. Right. Aren't, aren't, or not no, money. it depends, but it's, it, I've never it, heard of a non poor person in real life. Uh, I've never met a non poor Jehovah's witness. That's cool. implying that Dino isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! I, it's it's great to me. That, that may be true, though. As with far a as different perspective, knows. though, of that yeah. particular uh, upbringing. Yeah, like for for us, like we weren't uh, weirdos uh, for as bad. Like a lot of people are just crazy uh, Bible thumpers, right? Where you're just yeah. like, no, you're weird. Whereas for my dad, for him, it was more he wanted a relationship with God because that was really forbidden when he was a kid. So that was his. You know what I mean? So it was a different type Ooh. of relationship we had, where it's like understanding, like no. Don't be crazy. Have good morals. Ta-da! Okay. Like that was, right. you know, so. But later on, like, one of the things that I always do now is my wife uh, is a fashion designer. So 
she liked to go out for Boxing Day. So we would go to a mall really early, uh, and I'm not going to shop for anything because I barely fit in in like a yoga or a toga. Forget about wearing normal clothes from a regular mall. Yeah, well, you know, the <laughs> large size. It's mostly like a barrel with really big like gym mats in it. I wrote That's, this joke mm. down at open mic yesterday that I want to try out. Fat people don't have to worry about impulse buying clothes. Hundred percent true, <laughs> but but we might eat you. So it's you know, know your audience. That's the real sometimes thing. I'll walk in a store and I'll be like, man, if this shirt's in my size, I'm in trouble. It's like four hundred dollars, and luckily it's not. And I'm like, you know who doesn't have to worry about that most of the time is people who are bigger than me. Yeah, that's yeah, for sure. Definitely. Are you kidding me? That's that. That's the best part. We're like, aren't you cold? I'm like, I have literally sixteen extra <laughs> layers on me of skin. Yeah. I don't need. Yeah, it's no problem. Uh, but yeah, so we would go, and the best part is I would just walk around the mall boxing day morning and just make fun of people who are lining up for clothes that weren't really for sale. And I'm like, and then, you know, we would usually have like a McDonald's breakfast as like a treat kind of thing. So I would hit the, the can and they, the mall that we would go to started having a, a mixed bathroom. So there was men and women, which is super uncomfortable, but like, I just had McDonald's breakfast. I ruined a few people's shopping trip that day because oh it God. was horrific. And I'm like, Mix that, bitches, and just left. So, yeah, that was. In your mix that in your sinuses and carry it with you. Oh yeah, are you kidding me? Walk. I turned that fucking place into a hazmat situation. Like destroying Alberta Commons bathroom is uh, Dino's <laughs> Christmas tradition. <laughs> yeah, I did. I used to do a bit where I'm like, "Has anyone ever clogged a toilet here?" And they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Have you ever clogged a toilet at like a?" A public place like a mall and they're like yeah and i'm like have you ever clogged a row of toilets and everyone goes what <laughs> and i'm like I guess that's just me then is it ah, pussies <laughs> just you know wait you can't say that without telling the story how do you clog multiple toilets top tier effort sir maximum okay. effort that's how you do <laughs> that okay and a high protein diet <laughs> i have a whole Very bunch of theories go ahead well, the worst one involves you doing too much in one and then trying to scoop it with your yep. hands into uh, the yeah. other one. <laughs> and I'm a gentleman, sir. I have standards. Okay, I'm not putting my hands in there. If it's anything, organic. We've yeah. all done that. Straight from no, the No, no, we haven't. Yeah. Oh, I just sorry, go, just well, me? this is why other people are employed. I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> the hell with that. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas to one and all. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> Except, you know, he ruins toilets. And that's a fact. Whatever. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Caleb, please tell me you have a Christmas tradition that's not clogging the toilet. All right, here's the deal, dude. Yeah. I I don't really have much in the way of, like, Christmas traditions. Um, the closest one I can think is, like... Either Christmas is when my dad like buys me another PlayStation to make up for the child support, or we go there to my grandmother's is. house and we eat like this she weird buys you a PlayStation. soup that like tastes like rainwater and carrot nightmares or whatever the fuck she puts <laughs> in there. Um, that just that just sounds like I don't know, putting a bunch of carrots in the shower head. It's I mean, that's basically what she does is she'll like go outside like when it's still like heavy snowfall and then just like scoop a pot and then throw a bunch of like carrots and vegetables in there and then boil the snow water and then that's what we eat. Uh so that's probably why my skin is almost see through right now. But um 
that that's like some Amish sounding shit. That's like <laughs> yeah, we're, it's, we're it's... freezing inside. We have to make the best of what. Why we would can. we pay for broth? There's plenty of it frozen <laughs> out the door. <laughs> that's nature's broth. That's, that's right. That uh, she's like, if you want this copy of Spider-Man Two, you're gonna have to suck it down this rainwater, dude. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man Two is pretty good. Spider-Man Two was so good. good, and it was worth yeah. it, and that's why I did it. But now <laughs> I have anemia, so it's a problem. But yeah. um, so much better than the first. And hepatitis C. To the sky. <laughs> sure. What the fuck is that? Caleb, do you guys? I mean, what what are your? Uh, I'm always curious what people's gift giving situation is. Like in my house. It's the core family, and we give a ton of gifts to each other. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever we can think of. We don't really keep track of this or that, or you just kind of buy gifts for someone until you feel like you've got them enough. Um, but then for other people who come over to the house, I actually have a fucking amazing story. So uh, last year, we go to Christmas at uh, my family's house, my, me and my girlfriend, uh, my brother, who's younger than I am, and his wife and his two kids. Okay. Uh, and my mother, adores adores my girlfriend adores her mm -hmm. and has a i'll just say a different relationship with her daughter-in-law so <laughs> uh on christmas my mother gives my girlfriend no fewer than 37 presents what just like present after present after present and my girlfriend is the best present receiver she's not even faking it everything she opens up she's like oh my god this is the greatest thing i've ever seen in my life mm -hmm. she then gives my sister-in-law one present and it's like palpable right it is <laughs> it is not by accident it is not slipped under the radar it might as well be like a fucking alarm going off like i don't like you so if you're the the daughter-in-law you can't be like where's the rest of them you can't because then you're like veruca salt correct however however so the epilogue to this story or the or the, like the twist right the prestige to this story is that in past years, my brother's wife received many gifts, not maybe as many as my girlfriend got this year, but used to receive many gifts. But what she does is if she doesn't like the gift, she leaves it at the house when she goes home. Oh, then no, she doesn't. She's done. That's it. No, yeah. that's totally and so reasonable. My then. mom was like, fuck all that noise. You get one present. Like, I'm 100%. not going to like ice you out. You get one present. You want to leave it the fuck behind? Go for it. Your mom's OG. That's fair. You know what? She's like, no. You know what? You want to disrespect my gifts? That's ah, fine. Right. You get no gifts. That's she how that works. like a crazy person at first. Then you hear the reason and you're like, you know what? I can kind of get behind that. Well, <laughs> she sounds like someone who's murdered before. For sure. Oh my God! Well, uh, I, yeah. For sure, she would help me murder if I needed it. Like 100%. that's just a good mom. That's just yeah. a good mom. Right? Uh, so anyway, very long-winded. What's your guys' gift situation? What? How do you exchange? What do you? Uh, what? What's your routine? Nothing. Like, yeah, I don't really give a shit about it. Like, I never felt that Christmas was important. Yeah, it's important for my wife and her family, but yeah. they're uh, so they they always exchange gifts. But at this point, like I do comedy for work, I'm like I don't have any money. I'm poor shit, and I have to stay this size. So that's not going to work for me, right? Uh, so I'm like <laughs> I can give you hand me down clothing, and it like turns into like a bed sheet that could work. But uh, aside from that, yeah, it's it's mostly like I try and focus on things like an anniversary or okay. something like that. Uh, for Do you Christmas, give a like, gift to your wife on Christmas? I ask her what she wants, and I say, "Okay, just send me a link to it, and I'll buy it." Or I'm That's like, "Here's money, same. just buy it." 
I'm like, just, I'm not, I've had, like, I learned when we were dating that everything I bought her, even if it was what she wanted, yeah, it wasn't right. And it was getting taken back and it was going to cost me an extra hundred dollars. So I go, tell me what you want. Here's the money. Have fun. Enjoy it. Okay. So you don't even get the thing, wrap it up and hand it to her. Here you go on Christmas or Christmas Eve. No. Okay. No, 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 nothing of the I sort. I paid three goats and one camel. I don't have to wrap <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, just kidding. But yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't bother with that. I've never really like. I was always good with. Hey, I'll buy a fancy bag and that little tissue paper and put mm-hmm. that here. That's how it's wrapped. Go to hell. I don't give Smart. a shit. Yeah, because like, like if it's something like uh, tickets to something, like it, it's hard to just be like, here is an envelope. You know, like the bag with the the. Tissue I don't think you should give better. an envelope that isn't filled with cash. Like you're a twelve. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah, like, I don't know, guys. It, uh, you guys are fucking. I don't. You get this is bush league. Uh, you you make a little treasure hunt for them to find the tickets in your house. You give them a little something to do. You need a little spectacle. You need a little bit of a little bit of merriment. A little something to drag it out. We wait all year for this day, and you're just gonna go. Hey, hey, hey that's uh, a girlfriend situation, guy. I'm married. I don't have to do any of that. <laughs> shit, <okay>? Nobody's <laughs> going my, anywhere by law. Okay, you want to get case, out of this? It's gonna cost you. Nobody's getting case, that. My fancy apartment's shit. Uh, living room is piles of debris from my roommate. So no, I'm not doing that here until we move in together. It's like it is like the the fucking um, in Wally, like the piles of junk that, that he has. <laughs> In his little junkyard, it's um. That'd make it even better. All right, so you don't want her snooping around your apartment. Maybe she finds like a fucking buzz saw blade somewhere or something you didn't know was there. No, it's more like she'll find an in and out sauce packet in a bundle of wires because of him. And uh, yeah, it, <laughs> who's it, him? Him's not Caleb, is it? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Him, him is my roommate who is outside that door and can't hear me. Thank God. But okay. oh, he can hear you. I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? He's doozling um, more sauce on the wiring or whatever the uh, hell is yeah. going on inside your house right now. Um, yeah. Recently, like, you know, post-college where I've been broke, broke, uh, I, I've i tried to negotiate what I've referred to as a gift ceasefire where um, yes. with my sister in particular, where I go, hi, I love you. You love me. I don't need anything from you. I don't want to buy anything from you. Let's, like, shake on it. And then we shook on it, and then my mom talked her out of it, and she got me a present anyway. I'm like, you fucking ruined it! Now I have to go get something. Okay, so is your yeah. sister particularly more well-off financially than you? Yes. Just let her buy you a fucking present, man. Give her yeah. some Get her some fucking $5 pet rock and take the present. Like, uh, people... That's like, what and, I ended up doing. And what you do is make yeah. her a card out of construction paper. Yeah, like... <laughs> That's I how you really send that home. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I ended up... D- having a decent career before a lot of my friends did. And I understand that things can be awkward or my brother, but I would just be like, look, just take the present guy. It's no big deal. Like I, it makes me happy to do it. And uh, I wouldn't, I don't do it to make you feel bad. I just want to be able to spread the joy a little bit. My guess is your sister probably feels the same way. I guess so. But it it just bothered me that like, I finally got her to agree to it. And then without her telling me that she was going, if she had told me before Christmas, Hey, I I want to renege, then it would give me time to go get it. But instead I just got to Christmas morning. Yeah. On the day that's, that's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's annoying. All right. I I take it back. The gift ceasefire as a concept is very underrated. And I think more people should. I had to do a ceasefire now with my family. I go kids only. I can't get presents for like literally oh, yeah. every person in the family. So like once once you have kids, like I'll buy you presents yeah, into your twenties, no, no big deal. Like it's hard mm-hmm. out there. But like once you have kids, I'm not doubling up. Like like Smart. once your kids are old enough to know what Christmas is, 
that's it. That it shifts down a generation. That's I a feel smart like idea. I we do the same. Where is if you have kids, we'll get a couple gifts for your kids. But as soon as your kids become a little older, where they want actually cool gifts, it's like, hey, now that's your problem. I'm not buying your kids shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. I'm like I asked that's, my that's your investment, not mine. I asked my half brother what he wanted for Christmas, and he's like, uh, the new Xbox. And I was like, okay, I think you're. We need to have a conversation what of how well want? off your. Uh, that's when you tell your, your dad and be like, hey, dad. He wants a new Xbox. Can you yeah. just write it from me and just make that happen? I think, well, because he won't shut up about it. Part of me wants to just get him like a hand me down regular, like the original Xbox, and be like, you didn't specify. Get him a Sega Genesis and just be oh. like, this is how it really starts, son. Here you go. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a full. Yeah. Yeah. Get an Atari. Be like, it's vintage. Fuck your yeah. life. That's. This is Sonic Adventure Two. You can just and... gaslight him and tell him it's an Xbox, right? Like, I don't know what's wrong with you, kid. Get Take your green eyes tape down. and put an X on it. Be like, there you go. He's Top right. of the line. Exactly. You'd be surprised how dumb kids are. Okay? Real dumb. I know. I, I was talking to him yesterday, and he was like, you know how tall I am? And I was like, how tall are you? He goes, I'm four foot eight. And I was like, well, you know, you're nine. You'll, you'll get taller. He's like, well, there's a kid in my class who's four foot ten. I I want to be as tall as him. I'm like, literally, you will just hang around and buy him high heel shoes. <laughs> what you need? Don't worry about your height. What you need to work on is this yeah. conversation's boring. Yes, <laughs> I should have said that. That would have been perfect. But <laughs> it's called stage presence, and we're gonna start a little workout. Okay, it's called we'll having a things. point. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> oh, oh my shit. god. Uh, so uh, we have what, another Christmas tradition, which I kind of feel bad about, is that I can't be in the house with my parents that long. So I almost always, 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 always go to the movies on yes. Christmas. Oh, yeah. That's smart. And one of my favorite things to do is to walk up to the to the ticket counter and say, I'm really sorry you have to work on Christmas, but I really needed to see 47, 47 Roman today fuck i fucked that up 27 like, dresses it's like <laughs> always the worst like the no like cares. the worst movie yeah. i can think of like i'm so sorry to work on christmas but i really needed to go uh to see paddington too yeah so <laughs> thank you apparently for being that's here pretty for good that. believe, believe it or not it's i don't know it's not I, I, it's people who are just trying to hold on to their youth it's even better than meaning it right where they're just like this is a meme therefore it's good or i used to work at the movie theater during christmas time bro that shit was so bad Especially because uh, I was working, so when I was working at AMC, it was around the time that uh, The Force Awakens came out, Ooh. like the first of the new trilogy movies for Star Wars. Bro, I swear to God, like, I have never been in a building that smells more like a sewage dump than, like, maybe a sewage dump or that movie theater, bro. There were too many people with, like, greasy Chewbacca costumes walking around, and, like, Ooh. there was, it was, I couldn't tell, like... Like who? What? Oh my god, dude! I just remember this other story. So speaking of the goddamn Force Awakens uh, around Christmas time at the movie theater, I remember it was like my second week working at the movie theater, and I was doing like the usher duty where you have to go around and be like the bitch boy that cleans up and stuff. And mm -hmm. some lady brought like her flu-ridden child to come see the Star Wars movie oh, on opening god. weekend, and I, I shit you not, her kid threw up three times in the auditorium. And they didn't tell anybody about it until after the show was over. Oh! <laughs> Guess who had to fucking throw away an entire movie theater chair, bro? I didn't even know those things moved. 
Like you have to like unscrew like the little bolts as you're also like shoveling like the you know powder what? full of throw up and stuff. This is dude. a lesson to Hell all young no. people, okay? All young people. When someone says, Well, that's your job, you gotta do it, you go, fuck you, you do it. Because you know what? <laughs> yeah. You don't have to do it. Someone has to do, do it. To do you it. don't. No, that's a manager's job. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not cleaning up some kid's vomit. I, I, that's it you. Kind you. of is the manager's job, but I contend that it's the fucking mother's job. Well, yeah, but listen. She but she probably been, was you know, gone by sterilized. Now, right? like she just right. ran like, out of that the kid. Store. One day is going to tell a story. He goes, "Have you ever thrown up on a movie chair? Have you thrown? Have up you a ever whole thrown row? up on a whole row of movie <laughs> chairs? <laughs> yeah, I, I just need like ten more years. I'm going to start hitting up open mics, and I'm going to find that little girl. <laughs> I'm going to find her, dude. It's it's her poor. It's her, see that's okay. See, there's one reason I'm I'm not I'm anti kid like myself having them. I don't want to have kids. I see people like that, and the, like that woman shouldn't have children. Like if it's that important to you to go to the movies, that you have to bring your sick child to the movies. It's not for them. Yeah, no. That's for you. Yeah, you went right? to the movies for you because that kid should not be at the movies, and that's fucked up. That's listen, a hundred percent. That was one of the big things. Like me and my wife are huge movie people. Like we love going to the movies. We had a movie themed wedding at an old like Art Deco theater. It was really cool. But that was on Boxing Day. We'll go really super early, and we'll be done by like ten, eleven o'clock. We'll grab some food and then hit a movie theater, right? Because nobody, everyone else is shopping, and everything is getting packed at that point. And so many times we would go just out of convenience. The movie theater at that mall. Uh, didn't have like a VIP where you have like over 19 or you had selected seating. So it was just a regular theater. And every time some moron will come in and talk the entire time. And you're just like, you don't deserve a movie theater. You just, just go home. Like you don't deserve to be entertained. You should watch like water boil. Don't tell me how to raise my kids. Oh no, I'm going to tell you how to live your life because you're garbage. That's yeah. That's the advantage of being six foot two and like 360 pounds is no one's going to be like, Hey, you get out. I'm like, make me. Yeah. You and your whole security force. That's not going to happen. I think that was a proud boy. I'm pretty sure that was a proud boy. (laughs) (laughs) No, then I just throw on a Greek accent. I'm like, you talk to me like that. Uh, I am Greek. You don't talk. I create democracy. eh? (laughs) Yeah. And then, yeah. It's easy. That's fucking great. I, and then they're hateful I, against immigrants. It's great. It's easy well, out. <laughs> I know for uh, like going to see. Okay, so I, Joe, I, I did one of those uh, uh, seizure studies where they put the nodes on your head and measure your brain. Like, sure, sure. I, I'm gonna nod my head like I know. Yeah, yeah. That seizure study where they put the nodes on your head. Yeah, or just like any time you, you've like seen in a hospital, the guy has the nodes when they're measuring. It's like in Ghostbusters where they have the colander on Lewis's head. Perfect. Exactly. Uh, so. I realized during my time in the hospital that my mom stresses me out. Like, and I, and just like you literally in. saw the visual representation. Like yeah. when your mom would be like, <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, like she came in to visit me and I, I felt fine, but I looked over and the waves were going crazy. Five doctors <laughs> came running in with fucking a yeah. defibrillator. They're like, what's going on in here? Like, it's just my, sorry, it's my mom just it's having just a my nice mom. crane visit. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think I, I, I have that. I'm trying to like, keep that balance of she wants to spend time with me. Both my parents live in LA, so I have to like see them fairly often. And whenever I go to my mom's, I'm trying to finagle it where I spend as little time as possible with her while still counting as time spent. That's what law orders for. Oh, she doesn't, she doesn't have a TV. She, uh, uh, what? Uh, my, my parents have TV uh, on 24 hours a day. She threw hers out during Watergate and just never really. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Strong lady. Wow. Yeah, they were she, heavy back then. 
Yeah, my, my mom... <laughs> so, uh, that's a choice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. My mom's like a Santa Monica hippie. Uh, but go, going over there, it's this thing where like, I'll, I'll, I'll go over there. I'm like, hey, has anyone walked Thor yet? And she's like, no, you want to walk him? I'm like, yes. That counts as time spent where I'm not in the house with Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Acts of service. Yeah, acts yeah, of service. Or, or like changing light bulbs and stuff like that where you mm -hmm. just move back. Hey, that seemed crooked. Do you want me to hang that up properly and just going and doing something in another room? I, Definitely. I like rewriting down all their passwords and taping them to the wall again. <laughs> and wondering where the last one went. <laughs> the one I did last year. Where'd that one go? I did this last year. It was duct tape. Is it? Did it fall down? Why is it off the wall? <laughs> yeah, that's when. Yeah, it sucks because like I I want to spend more time with my dad because he's got Parkinson's and he's he's more fun to hang out with like because he does this thing where uh with, with how with how his brain works he'll do this thing where he'll say words that almost sound like the words he's trying to say hmm. but it's not quite it like they'll either start with the same letter or they'll rhyme. Or something where, like the specific uh, ocean. Yeah, something like that, or or, or something, or, or like you go over and he's like, "How's it going, Belinda's? I want to introduce you to the family Mike Could." And you're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And it's like, "Oh, this is this is my friend from this, when I was in a band or something." That's not you literally get, like a thing. You get to, to have a little fun yeah. with it. When my grandma yeah. had Alzheimer's, I tried to lean into it and just kind of, you know, just sort of try to laugh off some of the ridiculous shit she would say, even though it's sad as fuck. It is. Um, oh, yeah. You know, you just, it, that's the reality of it. And the good news is you can understand them still, which is important. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, I think that's the hard part about like just getting older and stuff. You start to see those cracks in people at yeah. really weird times. Like I remember uh, a few years ago, uh, one of the guys that I work with who was like, he was crazy in that, like he would always bring his lunch. He wouldn't drink, didn't smoke. He was at an active lifestyle, didn't gamble, didn't do anything. And then sure enough, he got liver cancer nine weeks, boom, uh, dead. And it was like, uh, What? I'm like, I'm a ticking time bomb. Like, realistically, I walk into a doctor's office and they're like, ooh, going to make money today, you know? So, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, even like literally I was at the doctor today and they were just like, wow, your blood pressure is great. Like, how is that? I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm like, I should be dead. I it's to the point where you show up to the doctors and they're just impressed that you walked in the door. Like, oh, yeah. Well, they're calling me? five doctors into Dino's, too, but for a different reason. They're all like, oh, can we get a <laughs> oh, blood yeah. sample? And I'm that's thinking the thing like, is, uh, yeah. like in The Simpsons when Mr. Burns goes for a checkup and he has like everything. Yeah, 100% very popular. Like, look, that's the thing is, like, right now, uh, one of the things, JoJo, you, you wouldn't know this, uh, over the, during the pandemic, as you know, many people have gotten fat, okay? No problem. I have relished in this because I've lost about 90 pounds through the whole pandemic, right? But, yeah, you could clap all you want. The problem is I'm still fat as fuck. So... This is the thing. It's like I've lost a prepubescent human or very large dog off my person, but I still or one get... Joe Stapleton girlfriend. Give it up for the thigh gap. <laughs> All right, right. So, but that's the whole thing. Is like for me, I'm like I walk in and people are like you're still fat. I'm like yeah, I know. I but I lost ninety pounds. I'm like really, you were huge before. I'm like I really was, but you know whatever. So it's the same. Well, it. That's you see dope, weird, yeah, but you see how little things like people just start 
failing health wise and stuff, and you're kind of going, "Oh shit, they're like four years older than me." You're like, "God oh, damn it, I gotta clean it's up my coming. act." Yeah. yeah, no more drugs, just less drugs. Let's go with that. Fewer <laughs> drugs, maybe, Better probably not. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, uh, we heard a little bit about Caleb's food tradition. Another thing, uh, the soup. uh, In my family, uh, our our big meal is on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. And we're uh, we're the side of my family that that I mostly grew up around is the Italian American side, the kind of people that like saying things like gobble goo, where the gobble goo, where the cannolis, mm-hmm. where's the gava deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on Christmas Eve, my grandmother would make uh, linguine with clam sauce, a white sauce. And then she would make cavatelli, which we pronounce as gava deal uh, with homemade meatballs with uh, the, the secret ingredient in Sicilian meatballs is raisins, which turns a lot of people off. And, uh, uh, brajol, homemade brajol, which is a very thin steak pounded out flat, and then you wrap uh, you wrap it in cheese, uh, like Parmesan cheese, and a hard boiled egg, and a little bit more raisins, and you tie it together with a string, and you cook it in the sauce like that. And it comes out like this big meaty egg ball, um, and so that was uh, that was our traditional Christmas dinner. Was to have a big a big a bunch of fucking pasta. Ah, oh, I got sauce on my shirt. Ma, ma, I got sauce on my shirt. That was that was my Christmas Eve. The, way better. The raisins came back. I was like, oh, I can handle raisins in one thing, but two things, too much. She would make some of the brujol without the raisins because it does turn people off. But all I say is just try it. You don't like it? If you try it, it's fine. But don't let your preconceived notions about raisins change how you feel about the meatballs. Yeah, I'll give them a try. I, raisins get a bad rap just because of the whole chocolate chip thing. Oh, right. Yeah, the disappointment yeah. factor. Yeah, because sure. that's the work of the devil. Let's be honest, okay? Raisins are great as a snack, as raisins. They don't need to be included in other foods, okay? Mm-hmm. That's or just. Mix, and, but... or, sure, trail mix is just a whole, you know, smorgasbord of different things. Fine, okay? But having to include them in real meals, you're like, no, 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 no. This has gone too far, okay? Maybe an antipasto? Sure, have some raisins. This Why is not? Italian American slander right here. This is. Hey, there should be more of it. Let's be honest. We're this sick. Everyone's straight, sick and tired straight, of Italian. This is straight That's, racism. Okay. It's, do, it's not racism. Personal, it's jingoist, but whatever. Dino's <laughs> personal hell after he dies is going to be the, like literally just a, a, a repeating scenario where someone goes, here, try these cookies. And then and he thinks they're chocolate chips, but they have raisins in them. Like just am, that system is over and over. Hundred percent. Like <laughs> I and I love an oatmeal chocolate chip cookie. I will. I love it. That is. And when stuff. people are like oatmeal raisin, I'm like, what did I do to you? Did I hurt you? Did it just go to hell? Yeah. No. Can't do it. That's the worst. Uh, I didn't even come around a trail mix until recently because I realized that it's really just like white trash charcuterie in a bag, and I can get behind that messaging. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that that's now. a good way to look at it. For sure. Here's an appetizer. Yeah. <laughs> One, yeah. You guys ever? So you, you talked about the uh, the raisins to chocolate chips. Have you ever done uh, gotten root beer when you're expecting Dr Pepper? That's almost yes. just as bad, if not worse. No, it's basically. I... <laughs> I fucking love Dr. Pepper. Dr. Uh, Pepper is so good, but when like you're expecting Dr. Pepper and you get root beer, it almost makes you want to commit homicide because it's like you just like slurp down carbonated barbecue sauce when you're expecting something delicious. 
And it makes you so mad, dude. At least it made me. <laughs> okay, I don't hate root beer by itself. Um, no, I don't hate root beer either. Yeah. But like when it's unexpected, you kind of get like frustrated. Unexpected root bit, beer. You know? I was yeah. going to say it's first world problems, but it's not really. It's like a second world problem. Oh, yeah. It's they not really a first world If you can get root beer in Alabama, it's a second world problem. I was going to say, okay. yeah, it's a, it's a fast food second world problem. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the worst thing is the thinking it's Coke, but it's Diet Coke. That's Ooh, worse, I think. That one sounds pretty rough, too. I haven't yeah. had that one. Well, because someone can go, here's a Coke, and you go, oh, and then you drink it, and they're like, ew, it's diet. Like, yeah, I don't have regular Coke. I, I have an issue with, I'm like the easiest customer ever to deal with, except for if I go to a soda fountain and, like, it's weak on the sauce, like, it's weak on the, yeah. like, the syrup. And then I'm like, get this shit out of my face. Where's my fucking soda? Like, that's <laughs> what makes me so mad. I, like, I'll throw it in someone's face. I'll be like, you think this is, you think this is Mountain Dew? <laughs> you think I fucking drove all the way over here for light green seltzer? <laughs> <laughs> you call this Baja Blast, motherfucker? I will kill the will worst in like you. The freestyle machines. You know, like those like machines where you did have like fifty different sodas in them. Yeah, that's it's the, the, the worst touchdown. in those, dude. Oh my god! Or especially like I don't know if you want like a cherry coke out of one of those freestyle machines, but really it's just like the most garbage cherry syrup they could just mix in with the normal oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, that's. I, I don't really like the the like extra syrup whatever. I do like the the touchscreen aspect of it because they'll they'll have like mellow yellow and shit in there that's not yeah. usually on the like six things, right? Um, but uh, yeah, it, I I definitely hate especially it's one of those things where when you realize this you're like I'm getting fat if I know that this Taco Bell is better than the one two miles down the road. Oh yeah, because, because the soda is stronger at this Taco Bell versus that Taco Bell. Do you know, is that someone coming up to you to tell you that uh, you're not supposed to have a green screen in the library? <laughs> <laughs> no, to warn me about looking at porn and went in a public place. No, uh, <laughs> sorry, no, just had a family thing. Had to well, I hope everything's okay now that I made a joke about it. <laughs> I just, yeah, just, sorry about that. My apologies. <laughs> it's okay. We were uh, talking about how it sucks when. Uh, when like the soda fountain is like weak, weak on the sauce. Oh, yeah. good God! Well, that's yeah. that's the problem with a soda fountain is that number one, it's never cleaned enough, so that is an issue. And then on top of that is you have people going, "Hey, look! If you hold your cup up, it just overflows and goes right into the thing." And you're going, "Stop fucking doing that! Everything is sticky, you piece of shit!" Right? It's not. But also, it is fun to watch someone freak out because they will. If you're in a rest, like a, a fast food place, they will always throw a fountain drink, and it is hilarious because it goes everywhere. That is a fact. <laughs> Sorry, throw what? A fountain drink? What do you mean? Uh, like soda from a machine? Yeah. 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 So they will throw. That's that is a fountain drink. Yeah. No, I know what a fountain drink no, is. No, no, I, I just don't think I've seen people at? throw them. Well, when they freak out in that, one of those scenarios, they will throw it at people. Oh. Like they, they always, nobody's going to throw a burger. They'll throw fries or a fountain drink every time. And I've seen someone throw I've seen someone throw a piece of shit out of Tim Hortons one time. Oh. There was a video a while ago uh, where a lady shit in the Tim Hortons because they wouldn't let her use the bathroom, but apparently she had tried to use the bathroom before and had made a whole mess of it so she was banned from it yeah i think we're talking about the same video <laughs> think you, know, so. you, know, <laughs> you have a theme you've got the real thread through this podcast people just abusing public bathrooms. 
I'm a trendsetter, Joe. I'm a trendsetter. <laughs> That's what can I say? A okay. trendsitter, really. <laughs> I have my name. I sit down. It's not my fault. The trendsitter. There, there was one, one time in my high school where this, there was the teacher that was like, "No one's using the bathroom during my class. You guys sit and learn. It's only an hour." <laughs> like, there's always one teacher like that. And this girl had to pee so badly that it, she was like, can I use the bathroom? He's like, what did I fucking say? No one to use the bathroom. So she stood up and calmly pissed her pants while keeping intense eye contact with him. <laughs> that is, listen. And, and uh, let people use the bathroom after yeah, that. Going to the bathroom with intense eye contact with somebody is definitely a power move. Oh, it's, yeah. just, it's just, you know. Definitely. My cat, every time. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Why are you looking at me? And he's just like, mm. Yeah. I know that um what one of my one of my half siblings, I won't say which one, like when they would shit themselves when they were little would just like fucking stare into your soul. You're like, okay, cool. Now I have to wipe your ass, thanks, I guess. That's why God invented the hose. I'll take it outside. No problem. I always wonder what that manifests as later in life, right? Maybe oh, nothing, yeah. but maybe something. Murder. <laughs> Definitely murder. And like not not like rampant, but there wasn't a time. There was a time. I feel like that's you know. Yeah, that's like an I know what you did last summer murder. That's not like Ted Bundy. That's you get one off, and that's kind of it. But you don't Sounds feel much cool. about it. Yeah. Well, you know that's the idea of uh, you know uh, hitchhikers and all that. That's right. You didn't do you it don't do something purpose. close to home. That's how you get caught. Come on, everybody knows that. Yeah, bury him in the woods. Don't think about it. And then when you're like eighty something on your deathbed, be like, "I killed a man when I was twenty-five." You know, there's a story about that where a guy confessed to a murder uh, from years ago that was unsolved, and then he survived. Like he thought he was on his deathbed, but he survived. Mm -hmm. So then they tried to charge him, and he's like, "No, I was lying." They're like, "We literally found all the evidence because you said so." <laughs> I think I remember that story. This was like two or three years ago, right? That... Uh, yeah, I yeah. Who knows when anything was anymore? Oh, that's there's such a mess with regards to history at this point where it's like, oh, and now we have aliens. And everyone's like, okay. You're like, wait a minute. We were all supposed to freak out about this whole business. Now I'm like, ah, who knows what's true anymore? Yeah, it's like the telephone game, you know? Yeah. Just as far as you guys know, I'm a fat guy from Canada. Throughout all well, I think they're going to gaslight us and be like, no, we've said there's aliens all along. Like, <laughs> clearly, we've never heard. That would be a power move. That's like, you know, Biden shits his pants while we're looking. We always knew. We told you. You weren't listening. You know, we, we said. We fucking said it. Yeah. yeah. I know they've, they've, they're they've already trying to be like, the, the January 6th was false flight attack. I'm like, we have it on video from yep. multiple angles. Like, it, it's, it's kind of hard to do it with something like that versus like, I don't know, the Kennedy assassination. You got one of them and it's grainy as fuck. The other is like HD... Multiple people filming. It's kind of hard to do with do it. With we something. have like an Instagram live of a dude like. <laughs> well, who, who See, was I'm, like, I'm going to hang the vice president. <laughs> See, you look at it as there's insurmountable evidence. Therefore, we are right. And I look at it as there's insurmountable evidence. Therefore, we should just never argue with these people ever because it won't matter how much evidence there is. They will never be oh, convinced. Yeah. So just fucking save your breath. The whole thing was a ploy just to sniff AOC's chair anyway. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I could be and down the for that. the one guy going in there for Nancy Pelosi's chair, but he doesn't want to say. Uh, yeah, he's too ashamed to admit it, but really he uh, just... <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, AOC, I'll just be over here. Cool, all right. <laughs> yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah, go get it. I'll, I'll, I'll catch up. 
I like it when conservatives try to pretend that AOC isn't hot, and I'm like, you would fuck her so fast. You would be yeah. you would be head over heels in love with that girl if she paid you one second of attention. Shut up. Bro, you would get a Karl Marx tattoo if she let you get a tattoo. <laughs> Don't even bullshit yourself, bro. Don't <laughs> run. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, now is the Karl Marx tattoo just his head? Is it his whole body? Is he doing something? Does he have it's whatever you want? Bro. I feel like I've only ever seen a head. <laughs> yeah. No, no, isn't Karl Marx the one with the beard? So he's like yeah. sitting in a chair from the side. The... Yeah, yeah. It has to be him sitting in the chair. I think that's yeah. a fair. You know, I like yeah, the idea full body, full, full like, commitment. Karl Marx is a pinup girl. <laughs> I like that a whole lot. I think it's the the thing from Seinfeld where George is on the couch and he's like half naked. But with Karl Marx. Either that or it's like a sexy Karl Marx and then it just has like a tagline that just like separate the means of making babies. Yeah. And then seize, the, seize the means seize of production. Seize the means of producing children. And then seize I, the means I, of production I, by fleshlight. Right here. That, that image production. is now in my mind because I see Borat in the slingshot uh, oh. Speedo. Yeah. But Karl Marx's head going, oh. hello! I'm going, yeah. <laughs> Get out of my head! It's not good. It's not my good. proletariat. It's <laughs> horrible. And we'll live on in my memory forever. Thank you, oh, everyone. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> really appreciate it. Joe and Caleb, uh, I uh, just want to ask both of you, what is the weirdest set you've had as a comedian? Um Good or bad, Caleb? Do you have Do you have one in the pipeline here? I could use a second to think. If yeah, you know, I got one say. here. Um, let's see. So I've got I've got two. Uh, one of them was my first festival show I ever did. I had a whopping two minutes and thirty seconds on stage. Uh, it was the first time my mom and my grandparents had ever come to watch me do stand up. And I remember I told a story about my mom accidentally walking in on me having sex one time, but she didn't know about it because of the way that my room is oriented. And so, like, I was, like, three pumps in, and then as soon as she opened the door and yelled out to me, I got so scared that I came immediately. <laughs> I don't I think that's that how fear works. <laughs> I told that story on stage. Right there. That's like shooting in the eyes of the predator and running it away. It was, <laughs> it was like, you go one, two, three, and then you hear, Caleb, and I go, ah! <laughs> Please tell me that's not the sound you make when you come. Uh, it was that, that time. It was <laughs> that time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> every time, hundred percent believable, hundred percent believable. That's every time is like that. And then the other time was at a children's birthday party, and I got heckled by the magician. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm funny. doing real magic for these kids, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are just words. <laughs> it's like, oh, you don't even have anything that you can make smaller and then bigger again. Yeah. <laughs> Where are your balloons, Dennis? Caleb? You just came out from freaking Popeyes like three hours ago. What was the actual heckle? Ass. The heckle was like, I, I think I was doing some bit about like pizza or something. It was basically like he was just like kind of piping in like once in a while. Mm. He was like, I'm helping. And it's like, no, you're not, dude. Um, but I was like doing like some bit about like pizza or some shit. And he's like, oh, that's hot. That's hot. Um, That's gold, Harry. Gold. I'm gonna shove your fucking magic wand in your ass, and I'm gonna make it grow three sizes if you don't shut the hell up, Dennis. I hate you so much. And then you know, I got paid like ten dollars for that set, so it's like oh, whatever. Fuck his you, name guy. Was Dennis the magician? Because that mm, that hurts. Even I, actually, I think it was like Chad or something. One of those. Chad things. the I magician. Remember. I swear to God. Chad. 
He had like a little like case with the magician on it. Oh yeah. It's definitely some kind of cha move. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he has a Karl Marx tattoo. He has a Karl Marx tattoo. He has an AOC Charles Marx. Fans, like fan. <laughs> He's got like a compilation of like feet pics. A hundred percent. It's realistically it's his Halloween costume. He's it's the guy who <laughs> won't leave you alone, Atlas. He, that's his Halloween costume. Is He's a trying Marx so hard to like, extract a mold of like AOC's vagina and print on her chair so we can make a fleshlight. You know what I mean? He was at. He was. You know where he was on January sixth. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> for my next Joe. trick, I'm like gonna make AOC chasing behind yeah. the crowd, going, "I'm coming, guys! It's almost ready! It's almost ready!" <laughs> <laughs> and then he vanished. <laughs> With all his tricks. I'm gonna die. <laughs> like he was never there. <laughs> Joe? I've had a, a bunch. Of, I think everyone's gone through this, right? A bunch of weird sets where you go to a place and you're just like in an upstairs room in a bar and there's no mic and there's no light and you just like talk to people. I don't know if you guys have. Mm-hmm. That seems pretty common. So the, the weirdest one I had was I was hired as a group of comedians to do um, comedy for... Uh, this was in London. I got my start doing comedy in London. And uh, for uh, an office Christmas party, uh, except the office Christmas party t- was taking place in the office and it was noon. So it was oh, a God. daylight office Christmas party in like their cafeteria. Dry and God. I- I'm not a super edgy comic, but it, it might early days i was quite edgy because i just thought that's what you were supposed to do as a comedian was just like you know white knuckle it the whole time and let me just say it was it did not go over well it did not it did not go over well at all i felt really bad for like the girl who like sold them on the comedy because oh the absolute worst part is i'm so sorry if you guys do this but the act that led into me was like an improvised duo like two people doing characters and (laughs) Every time I'm on a lineup and I'm like, oh, man, this is like the two improvised twins going on before me. I'm like, fuck this, man. Like, this is the worst lead in ever because it never plays. It never, ever, ever plays. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you can have a show of that, but you have to go in. But if you do that as comedy, no, 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 no. People have to know that going in because that's what they expect, right? Yeah, it's just like polite laughter when someone's doing like a a character up there. You're like, no, just don't. Like, this isn't that kind of show. Just tell jokes. Yeah. And then also, like, try to, comedy just works better in darkness. Like, dark, oh, yeah. cold, low ceilings, everyone's packed in. But, like, something about telling a dick joke while it's bright and cheery outside just kind of ruins yeah. the moment, I imagine. But, True. That's what sucks about doing, like, these, like, brewery shows in Denver and stuff is because, like, everywhere is all, like, twinkle lights and, like, mm. you know, like, signature, like... I gentrified this building decor, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's With all just like... That guy's two hands. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. my God. No. There, is, well, there is a huge movement of, of uh, a lot of brewery shows and everything, but it's just, there's really tall ceilings because it's an industrial building, right? And you're like, so they have lights, but no spotlight, and you're like, that's not going to work. You need that differentiation just to correct. focus mm-hmm. on the thing. Correct. Yeah, and then you have two guys who are like, we had a great time. You're like, you weren't here to entertain yourself. You were there to entertain others. You dick. And that's, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Fantastic. Well, uh, Joe, thank you so much for 
coming on uh, coming on Generation Dan. Where where can people find you and follow you and all that uh, stuff? You can follow me at Stapes on Twitter, at Instastapes on Instagram. I also launched my own cryptocurrency recently. Are you fucking if you guys, serious? If you guys want to buy some Stapes coin, you can do that on Rally.io. <laughs> and the good thing about Stapes coin is that you are it is not an investment. You are uh, supporting me as an artist. However, uh, when Stapes coin rises, we all get paid out dividends, uh, regardless, uh, based on how much of the total number of Stapes coin you own. So um, the Stapes coin owners collectively have made $36,000 uh, since I have uh, launched it in uh, not in Stapes coin rising, but in rally rewards. So the site that we uh, sell Stapes coin on is, is kind of like, you know, like an exchange uh, rally.io. And so rally coin pays out uh, dividends to uh, to all of the owners of a particular coin if it's doing well. So and that I, I am both legally and ethically allowed to tell people those rewards uh, have paid off handsomely. Uh, in the month or two that Steve's coin has been a thing. So um, anybody wants to know more about any uh, that or anything else, uh, I am at Stapes on Twitter is probably the best way to get a hold of me. Thank that you for is, having me. This is very fun. Yeah, no, no problem. That, that's the first time that one of our guests is like, I got a fucking cryptocurrency. <laughs> um, you guys are moving up. Yeah. You're making yeah. it. He's like, I am that much better than you guys. It's like, well, at least we Dino, know. You should, you should start one. Dino coin or I feel coin. like um, the history I have in uh, as a financial planner would definitely serve me in oh, that yeah. fashion. But at the same time, like I don't, I haven't worn a suit in a long time, man. I don't look trustworthy <laughs> in a t-shirt. Like I, I, I had to like have a three-piece suit with like cufflinks and like everything had a monogram on it just so I could be allowed to work in the public uh, in finance. So it's, yeah, it's a lot of work. I don't know. Makes sense. Uh, <laughs> you can, you can find the show at generation Dan on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Atlas Novak on Twitter or Instagram, or you can check out my other show at Nexus at Nights in the same places. It's about a card game called Vanguard. If you don't, uh, if you're not a TCG fan, completely understandable. Uh, Caleb, where can people find you? Well, um, I'm pretty invisible when it comes to the internet sphere, but uh, on occasion when I am active, you can find me on Twitter, Caleb C. McDuff. You can find me on Instagram, Caleb M. Comedy. Um, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Caleb McDuff, uh, YouTube, Depression Mode. That channel is still kind of a work in progress, but that'll be up soon. Um, that's where I'm at. Great fucking nice. name. Oh, it is a great name. And I'm Dino the Genetic Marvel. Uh, I'm all over the place uh, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, also on the Eargasm Network. I'm doing a bunch of shows. Idiot Says What uh, on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern time uh, is live. And as well, uh, Sports Balls, which is Sundays uh, at uh, 9 p.m. as well, 9 p.m. Eastern uh, on the Eargasm Network. And the uh, it's live on Facebook and on YouTube. So check those out as well. And all sorts of other fun and exciting shows. And here, Generation Dan. Oh, yeah. I'm the pretty one. <laughs> he is. He is the pretty one. So uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone.